Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I'm the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, a.k.a. Wow, that was like three A's <laughs> at the end of that. I don't know if that was a stutter or like, I don't know what to call that, but that's also known as, as, as Mr. Super Saiyan. <laughs> yeah, new name. Y'all niggas wasn't expecting it. It's all right, though. I'm here. Um, Ash is here. We took a week off. Um, Charles is here. I am here. He hasn't been doing anything. Not in particular. He tried to fight me when he got in. No, I didn't. He's going to deny it now, but we we got past it. Um, we're a family, and we uh, work through these things. I came in, and I sat down. He That's, came in real irate, started yelling at everybody, didn't he? Yeah. He scared us. He did. He started knocking shit over. Yeah. He started pouring so, alcohol and stuff like, I'll set this bitch on fire. I'm like, did you just say the B word, Chuck? Yeah, he was he was feeling away. He was feeling a million ways to one. But we got um we got through it and now we're here for a good show and we're you don't have to now. talk about it, Charles. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> as it's not it. really worth talking about because it's not for not we true. For, They're just delusional. No, we forgive you. We, we do forgive you, Charles, and we're not delusional. You're a pivotal part of this family. Oh. And the thing about unconditional love is that you accept all of you, not just parts of you. You can't trust yeah. people who keep mustard out on their table. And we don't want you to leave. <laughs> you, you, you want cold that? mustard? The, see, see, look at this weirdo. <laughs> it's just like. I have a question. What? You ever been to a burger place? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, they sit the mustard on the side of the table with the ketchup. They also is, consume is, mustard at a rate that's, that's faster not, than That's not what Wait I said. Wait a minute, that, what? Is it refrigerated? No. So it's set on the side. It's, it's, refrigerated. Like, so? it's refrigerated overnight. Him talking about, mm, so it's this. No, it isn't. I was just using it. Sure. I was. If you dig through the trash, you'll find a <laughs> this is the person bag who is, that has this Jersey Mike's inside a, of it. This I had is the person ranch who's accusing me of flipping things over. Because he I had said, he's a Jersey Mike sandwich. To dig through the trash. Yeah, look to for, fruit. Look, to for like his, a raccoon. look for his busted <laughs> eat. <laughs> he calls you a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to say that it wasn't um, used today, he can uh, go and find the proof. See, he's a liar. And at that point, we have proof. I have a witness and someone that cooperates my story in Ash. Charles over here just being a abscound vagrant who is just come in with call you? all kinds the of just issues. But we're happy that Charles decided to stay, unlike Chris Wallace, who decided to leave Fox and go to um, CNN's new streaming service. Hmm. Um sad day for Fox and anybody that feels like they can kind of go to Fox and get at least a sort of unbiased opinion. If you're a fan of Chris Wallace, you will have to um, also exit Fox and uh, head over to CNN for his new streaming show. He um, was with Fox for 18 years. Damn, so, what made you go to CNN, bud? Yeah, that's a long what? ass. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm like. That's a different long side of the spectrum. Time. That's a long More ass time. Probably uh, more money and more money, uh, some type of moral standing or something. I don't know. Life changes, or like I don't know. <clears throat> well, I watched him speak about it. And he said that he was just looking for a change. Um, he said that <laughs> he like that. appreciated that they had kept their word and allowed him to run the show the way that he wanted to run it for the eighteen years that he was there, mm-hmm. and that it was just time for a change. And so. Like, this would be out. his last Sunday um, on Fox and the last time y'all see him in this capacity. So, yeah. Shout out to Chris Wallace for not being polarized to any one thing. Shout out to you, but 
I don't fuck with CNN, but I fuck with this move. Yeah, so get the bag. Um, also, if you got that Pfizer, it's not looking amazing. Um, the new Decepticon variant is, you know, <laughs> Omicron, like Omicron per CIA. What the fuck is that? You can't use the names, Charles. Why can't I? Because it gets flagged. That's why everybody uses a different name. You haven't noticed that in every form of no. content, people use a different name for it? No. Because what all um, media does now is content ID it and then flag it with, um, hey, this is the facts about it. <clears throat> Regardless of whether you're saying anything unfactual or not, and then they strike it so you can't get paid for it. I didn't know that. Well, just follow my lead. <laughs> but yes, that is what happens. Oh. Well, I mean, we had a bunch of episodes that should that are gonna get striked anyway. Oh, well, we'll see. Well, I'm more conscious now because we're moving towards video. Okay. And YouTube is a whole whore about it. Ooh, a whole hoe. Yeah. Mm, that dirty hoe. Yeah, like Stinky they're they're hoe? giant with Behind it. The dumpster oh, hoe? I mean, that's pretty much just them trying to prevent you from uh monetizing. Talking about it and, and conspiracy theories. Yeah, I mean, I understand what's happening, but you also, if you're going to speak about it in any type of intelligent way, have to call it something different, so they don't be like, "Well, you said the name, bro." I said the name, and then we spoke about it for thirty seconds, and that was nowhere near the entirety of my show. Yeah, but it was in there. Eh. Eh. Y'all are getting shots. I've never seen this amount of vaccine for something. And then what happens if they come up with a what, what happens when a new strain develops? Now you got to get fifteen more shots. Well, no, that's it's insane. Just, they're saying, it's, no, they're saying the, the two that you normally got plus the booster, it's not doing shit. It pretty much comes down to that we've allowed the the vax it's mutated. We knew this was a possibility if we didn't get the vaccination rate up high enough. Yeah, but how many vaccinations does one need? Is my question. Well, one is not a vaccination; it's an immunization. That's kind of the biggest. Miscommunication about this entire thing. What's the difference? If you're vaccinated, you never need another one. Like, mm-hmm. we're vaccinated for the chickenpox and smallpox. So, like, you never have to go get another chickenpox shot. Okay. That's a vaccination. Like, you will never get that. But this uh, is like immunization the flu. is like the flu, where, all right, we kind of know what it is for this year. So, here's a shot with the stuff that we will protect you for this year. And then next year, we'll come out with something new and you'll have to take that one. So well, they should stop calling it the vaccine. Yeah, they should, because that's really misleading. Because they've been calling it that. And well, I've we've been had that conversation. We've had that conversation before, if I remember correctly. I don't but. think no, it's been I've on never had that. Oh, maybe it may have been just me <clears> and Tony <throat> having that conversation about the miscommunicate, like the massive amount of miscommunication that goes on. Yeah, because we talked about it. But it why was did they bring that up in the beginning? They've been calling it a vaccine all of a sudden. It's in, yeah, Because them. they called it the vaccine because it was marketing. It was easier to get people on board with the word vaccine than explain that the it's differences between like vaccine a immunization. That's irresponsible. It is. Fuck. That's so irresponsible. You're I don't give a fuck how anybody wrong. fucking You're spinning this shit. Wrong. That's so irresponsible <laughs> because you keep telling me that people are vaccinated and then it's like, well, I thought a vaccination is supposed to keep me protected. Well, technically it's an immunization. You could have been got this well, out the way. What the fuck is it? <laughs> it, is, it, is. it is. It is. There's no technical about it. That's what it is. So when they say technically it's an immunization, no, it is an immunization. It never was in vaccine. It never had the properties they of a crazy. vaccine. Nah. But they use vaccine as a good marketing slogan because take the vaccine and be protected from COVID sounds really, really good. 
That's so irresponsible. Take vaccination and be more resistant be to COVID. Resistant to COVID doesn't sound good at all. It says, ah, maybe I will, maybe I won't. <clears throat> yep, that's irresponsible and that's misleading. Yet again, here we go. But all right, um, no much. I mean, there are some people who have tried to use the term COVID immunization or just immunization period, but no, uh, it no. never really stuck. No, that's not the point. What, what? is this? <laughs> I understand marketing because you have to sell what you have to sell. Oh, they're not selling anything. They were. Yes, they are. The they government were. already bought it. No, the government well, was selling it. Somebody bought it, so that means a sale occurred. No, then, no, no. The government was selling it to the populace as an idea. They are selling the concept of it. That's what where the sale happened. Not in the physical of, of us exchanging money because they wanted you to take it for free. But to convince you and sell you on the idea of it, they had to say it's a vaccine. Oh, that also implies that I don't. I also don't take anyone who's not an expert in a given field as a derivative thing. So politicians know nothing about medicine. So that means that the politic the the medical people called it a vaccine. Right, I can see if I saw some information somewhere with Pfizer. Doctor Fauci like was saying, "Take this the COVID vaccine." All, everyone's calling it because everyone on the higher level recognized, "Hey." We need to have a uniformed language about this to get the lower populace to adopt this. Uh, he's still a government official, so this is just like. So is the World Health Organization? No, no, they're not. They're not, but <laughs> it's just they're like... also sanctioned and can give it money by a lot of different places. So they kind of play politics. I mean, I would hope. The world, the amount of money that you give the World Health Organization isn't going to depend upon how much you care. It's just like, and when is that true for people? People run these countries. It's not just countries running themselves. So no, it is dependent on how you're going to like uh, play ball with us as well. Eh. But I mean, immunizations are what it is, and it's in Ohio now. Doesn't surprise me. We're one of the states who do a lot of stupid things. <laughs> what? Um, we're still acting like it. Like we're acting like everything's fine when it's not. Do you? What are your thoughts on travel? It should probably be re-restricted because it's not like, like all the rates are where they were when they when everything was bad. Well, New York has. Um, or is now issuing a um, mass mandate for everyone unless everybody is vaccinated. I'm inside businesses. Unless the business has a um, vaccine mandate, everyone has to wear um, a mask inside now. Okay. I mean. I mean, that's that's only going to do so, so much. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to go back to to a lockdown. Oh, I mean, lockdowns terrify people because it'd be re-crippling it. Well, it'd be pretty much converting their economy back to what it was like during the problem. It's It would ensure that we would have an economic <coughs> crisis and we might have a collapse to the point where we might need to redo the entire way that the economy is structured. Because as of right now, we have very much a service and like, kind of luxury-based economy, going out to eat food, going out to do all this other stuff, all a bunch of superfluous things that aren't really necessary. 
That's not fair. What? <laughs> I mean, no job not necessary. That's so fucked up. What do you mean? Because but, there's no job that's not necessary the way things are set up. And I get it. Like, do you need a delivery food service? No. No. You can make your own food. But right now, that's just the basis of what shit is predicated that's reason, upon. That's the reason why I said there was going to be probably have to be a realignment on the way that the, our economy is set up. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, if we don't, if we can't use or we're not interacting with these mechanisms any longer and there are, they're pretty much the first things that are cut loose, then uh, we kind of need to look at things and probably move some stuff around. Yeah, it's coming to a head. Like, of course, all this stuff wasn't made to last. I agree with you there, but I wouldn't, I don't think I'll ever agree with that whole who's essential and what's not necessary or anything like that because the whole predication about, well, like, I hate being that person, but oh, how anything is built is that if you can create a job, if you can provide a service, you can get some money for it. And that's global, whether you believe it's capitalistic or not, but that's just global. If you got a service, you can get paid for it. And to say that it's not necessary to keep things moving is strange to me sometimes well un- but also an understanding what niche your business serves is a fundamental part of like understanding your service mm-hmm. so that means you start a service and you know it's just like i'm going to do a food delivery service but if if people don't really want their food delivered or can't afford to have the food delivered as much anymore you know you're going to suffer at that point so and then that way another job can be created so and then if you really think about it all jobs just really was made out of fucking thin air <laughs> i would say i feel like Not everybody's suffering. Like, there's a lot of people that are still working. Yeah. And so there's a lot of just money now, like, but there is services that are closed, so there's money that's not just being spent. So that's also a stalling of the economy. And that's the reason why I said it has to be realigned. Mm-hmm. I mean, but to what? Like, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, probably. You probably, I mean, there are a significant shortage of overall like skilled workers in a lot of capacities, HVAC, plumbing, a lot of these uh, absolutely necessary service-based industries that people- So basically remove entertainment and- Well, de-emphasize entertainment. It's not that you remove entertainment entirely. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. That sounds so like- 1940 we pretty much created uh we created an industry or we cre- pretty much just created an entire like we came from a point where systemic horticulture was pretty much the and agrarian life was the way everyone existed. Everyone ran farms or we are pretty much everyone ran services that pretty much supported said farms. Mm-hmm. And we did that for a really, really long time. And then we switched inside the modern era. We switched over to more like, oh, we're going to be more about entertainment because we we kind of mechanized a lot of these farming things. I think there will be more mechanization and a less of a return back to I even with the mechanization, there's a fundamental thing that a lot of people don't understand. Those mechanization is expensive, and most people can't really afford to do it. What's mechanization? Just turning to uh, pretty much 
Don't you know how you said like, well, they're getting rid of the people at the front of the McDonald's for like self checkout. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're, but it requires people to there maintain those said machines, and people say it. It requires less people to maintain those machines. It requires less people. To well, no, I was not saying it requires less. I'm saying that maybe that's where it goes in jobs. Now we have lots of technicians that work on these machines that provide the service for people. Yeah, I mean, that's if a you can get people to do them, because if you got a shortage and like you said, HVAC, so those skilled trades, how do we know we can get technicians or train people to even? Oh, that's going to require it's going to require pretty much an entire generation of suffering. Mm. I mean, that's just kind of like when you transition and someone's skill set is no longer useful and they can't learn a new one. Those people tend to just kind of get unfortunately left by the wayside, like their entire they're tired like oh uh, like what's a what's a skill that no one uses anymore like i don't know i know the winger. fucking uh when you brought it up uh the new willy wonka with johnny depp in there when his job his job was to twist the caps on the toothpaste yeah or and then like, he got fucking priced out by the arm thing or like a <laughs> chocolatier or the uh, nigga that used to deliver milk to your house yeah, yeah okay it's just like People get priced out all the time, unfortunately. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know what's going to happen next year. I want to travel and go to conventions and do things. I feel like... Honestly, if everyone would have chilled out for for a reasonable amount of time to begin with, this probably wouldn't have extended as far as it did. No, I don't think so. Because H1N1 just ended. I want to say, y'all got to stop blaming South Africa for this. Who blaming South Africa? Lots of people are like, oh, this came from South Africa. They're blaming the African homies? Who? Ford thought it was us. The South African homies get it? It didn't come from South Africa. They are the ones that discovered it first. Mm. So looking really hard is you get punished for being vigilant. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, we found this new variant. Y'all need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs. No. Yeah, and then people started saying it came from them because they were the first ones to find it. Yep. But it did not come from them. They are just happened to be the first ones to find it. That's so they should have just let y'all die. <laughs> well, they had to let people know because they are, uh, Africa's as a continent is one of the least vaccinated places because they get charged more for vaccines and just have less access to them. Yeah. Because we literally have vaccines that are expiring here because people won't take them. Mm. Yep. But we don't want to transport. I mean, we have sent, from what I understand, we have sent vaccines over there, but the amount of people, like the percentage of people that require them, the amount of people who need them over there and the fact that ad nauseum, as a country, we don't want to send them over there because we have people over here who aren't vaccinated. But we also, but as a country, we're we're so adverse to like giving things to people. They're like, no, we can't send vaccinations over there. We got people who over here who aren't vaccinated over here, but they don't want to be vaccinated. Normally, I would be on that train where like I don't, I'm not worried about the rest of the world. I'm worried about my place. But in this instance, where niggas are like, no, nah, I don't want to take this, and they're literally expiring and being thrown away. Mm. Maybe send them over there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that a, is wasteful, nigga. Like, it's just sitting there. Oh, y'all need some donated. Y'all need us yeah. to donate. Oh, it is not. 
and with stuff like that, we have to do it with a degree of premeditation because it's not like all these things have like the longest of self lives. And we pretty much, and they also don't have the industry over in Africa and a lot of places to manufacture them and then move it places and so on and so forth. Because the infrastructure, <laughs> thanks to imperialist meddling, is kind of not as developed as one would like it to be. Not at all. Not, so, not at all. Swear, fuck this that's shit. That's the way the news goes. This shit gonna be over with. Fuck yeah, it. No. Probably not fuck for it. a while. We probably fuck got it. at least two, got fuck two it. more variants before everybody really. Eh. We'll it's like for the most part, I can pretty much probably everyone know. A lot of people. I'm not sure if everyone knows someone who has lost someone due to COVID, like somewhere inside their extension. Because it's like I know of a few people who lost like their family members to COVID. Not sure about ever. I'm not sure about you. I don't guys. think I know anyone. No, personally. I just know a few people who just like I know like tested positive for it. That's about it. By extension, like <clears throat> of where I worked, um, at Amazon, knowing people that passed away, but like no one that was like close to you directly, like a friend, and like their family member passed away. That I know of. Like, I know of a few people who passed away and at least one really bad hospitalization where they, I'm not, I'm not even completely and totally sure if that person actually made it or not, but. Oh, I mean, I I guess technically, well, no, no one passed away. I just know a family that everyone had it. But yeah. Oh, that's kind of what's terrible about it because it's pretty hit or miss depending upon who you are. It's just like, oh, I'm fine. I can't taste things. Oh, My lungs got eviscerated. I was having a conversation <laughs> with a nurse. Well, <laughs> technically, she's not a nurse. She a- has a nursing degree, but what she does is um, organ procurement. That sounds shady as fuck. <laughs> I don't so, know why, but I want to do it. I so need to certify for that. Basically, what it is is... Um, they transport Well. Her. You know how there was the uh, shooting in uh, the school shooting in um, Michigan recently. She just had to go up there for that case. And anyone that's an organ donor or anything like that, they go and collect the organs. Yeah, I I know. It's pretty much exactly what you were going to say. Yeah. But it sounds like she knocks people out, puts them inside (laughs) of a bathtub and takes the organs. Like you guys seen the first episode of Venture Brothers where... uh, Doxent or the freaking Rusty Venture wakes up inside of a like an ice tub because it's, <laughs> I think it's dad is stealing his organs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like he I wakes up about in ice tub. Brothers. Oh my god, I heard they were gonna bring it back for the last season, but I don't know if that's true with like all the COVID stuff that happened wow, after that. So. Them in a minute. Oh my god, just wakes up with a bypass machine. Dumb niggas always had issues. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But it no, was never ending. The reason I brought that up is me and her were talking about, like, I guess the dynamic that frontline workers had to go through where it was, you have to be here before the vaccine was a thing and risk health, life, and family and do your job still. And then as soon as the vaccine became a thing, it's like 
there there is no grace in like or understanding for hesitancy with wanting to take the vaccine. It's like, no, now you have to take it or you're going to lose your job. So it's like on both ends, they were shafted and given the shit end of the stick. And I was like, well, I never really looked at it from that perspective because I was always like, well, y'all niggas need to take it. And I'm like, well, that is kind of fucked up where it's like, hey, go and risk your family's life. Now, hey, go and risk your potential future health because you don't know about this, but take this because we said so or lose your job. Even though literally two months ago, it was come here, no real protection, and do your job. Mm. Uh, I never thought about that. I mean, I do. I have a close friend who was a nurse, and she waited a while longer to get the vaccine. So I know there was some amount of grace period. I think she waited six months from when it came out. I mean, it depends on when you were told that you had to take it. Oh, it for where she was, it was always an option. But in there's here, there's always a shortage of nurses. So their ability to negotiate. So all governmental workers had to take it. Yes, all um, governmental workers had to take it. Everyone in New York um, was forced to take it. And that's why there was like a mass exodus of nurses and things. Um over there. So there's been a lot of places that have like said, no, 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 you have to take this. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, that's a place by place type of thing. So, I mean, if you don't, if you don't really like the employment practices there, unfortunately, you either gotta buck up or go somewhere else. There are plenty of states who don't really care. It's kind of hard to just move. Yeah. But. I mean, my friend, it's her. She got two kids, a husband, this nigga's career. So it's not like we just going to hop up and go somewhere brand new. Like, Yeah, and that's, I don't know how many that's, people that's encouraging. That's unfair to ask people. I mean, that is something that a lot of people don't necessarily put into their thought pattern when they decide where they're going to like sit down and where where you're going to pick up and you're going to start a family because it's just like, yeah, this is like random education. What kind of protections do I have as a worker under the state? And what are my overall obligations as a state worker when I enter into a situation like this? Like it's a random edge case. And you would think like, but worker protections are kind of important depending upon the state that you're in and stuff like that. And then, I mean, maybe this will just be a learning experience at nauseum that people kind of have to, you have to sit down as looks like all these types of things are important and we should probably should teachers out here how to get vaccinated. Yeah. Well, but even I don't think then, every single district had to get vaccinated. Why would you want somebody lording over your life like that? CMSD this, had to get else. vaccinated. I'll say that. What? CMSD, which is the largest I mean, pretty much all metropolitan places were like, y'all are going to be around our kids and be not vaccinated. But when you get to the more rural places. But you'll be around your kids unvaccinated. Huh? But they'll be around their children unvaccinated. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Because, yeah, not all parents are vaccinated. Because that's my thing. It's like, not all these niggas are vaccinated. So you're seeing niggas that are potentially unvaccinated. And so it's my thing. It's like, you're doing all this forcing of vaccinations and of something that isn't necessarily 
even for sure a real protector when we have new variants that just say, ah, fuck your vaccination. Well, is it fuck that vaccination? I, it's no, it's fuck most of them. It's, I I just pulled up this one because this what was. Is, I mean, also the thing about it is <clears throat> that was the this is the exact same exact thing we were trying to avoid. Because how long has this been going on now? Two and a half years. Yeah. So I mean, the end of twenty nineteen. So I mean, and we it could really s- popped off March is when it um was. I mean, we um, can keep saying that. Like, but I mean, this was a situation like we were warned, we were warned, we were warned. It's just like, yo, if we don't have a high enough adoption rate, this will probably mutate and it'll mutate to be resistant against the strength, against the strains that we have or against the vaccinations that we have available. And now that it is, people are acting like, oh, my God, it's, it's just like this is resistant now this makes this pointless why do we all do this why do we do this because we tried to do this to prevent this from it from it stopping from it from stopping it so but we didn't do it fast enough so here's where we are so this was a predictable result it happened as we said it would so i don't understand why people are surprised not surprised that's not what I am. I don't I don't feel like surprise. It's more Yeah, I did a lot of mandating in areas that I don't think were effective. Like Yeah, no, that's exactly what I want to say. Y'all mandated in half measures and and bullshit ways that made people comfortable. Well, uh, all the doctors have to get it. That makes society comfortable. Yeah, they should have to get it. All the teachers should have to get it too because I don't want my kids around someone that could have COVID. That just makes me feel good. Yeah, we would. But not everybody should have to get it. I mean, the the application of this would bearably state by state by state because that is the way our government is currently set up. So what we are either saying is like, there's two things that can happen here. Federally, the federal government gains a certain amount of more control and they're able to apply these things more universally inside of a larger and like I think in the world pandemic they should have been allowed a little like eminent domain type power and been like all right everybody you got we're doing this we're doing emergency powers or something possibly but it's like we've also I mean, to a certain degree, we've had the same issue with the Spanish flu, but we didn't have this big of an issue with the Spanish flu at the same time because it wasn't like an issue for as long because people were the American of then is not the America of now. Like. Back then, we're. I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. No, I just don't think we had as much marketing going on as we did. I don't think we were as much as, hey, what's going on with Spanish flu today? It wasn't like that. The internet is not existing. And the level of paranoia that we have now and then is just like, it's two totally different things. Yeah, so we don't know really like what really happened. We only can only go off of what was recorded back then. Now it's like an onslaught of here's this, here's this, here's this. This is changing. This is new. This is old. This is new. This is old. This is new. It's just an onslaught of information that, like, the the regular people like me 
just we can only go by hearsay. I can only go off what they're telling me. Back then, we don't really know what happened back then. We don't know how rough it was. I can only go by the information they left for. So, and I don't know nobody alive today that had to deal with that, but. Oh, my grandmother. Oh, well, I don't know personally. <laughs> I like, don't talk to her, you know. Oh, no. It's, I mean, I'm not. On the sh- you want to bring I'm, her on the show? Talk about the Spanish. I understand that my grandmother, like both my, because it's like, I don't know. I have two people who existed throughout, like who made it through the Great Depression all the way up to now. Yeah, no, my my like, grandmother was alive during the Great Depression. I'll be asking her about it. Cause I don't give a fuck for real. Oh, but uh, yeah, I have a lot of random conversations about random things. I don't want to ask her about that chew leather shit. She didn't sound like she was that goddamn sad. She was a tiny kid. <laughs> like, oh no, it wasn't the fact that I'm asking about they had to eat boot leather and stuff like that. It's more so I have always had this want to or my grandparents have certain idiosyncrasies that I've tried to figure out why they had those idiosyncrasies. So having conversations with my father and my mother and like understanding where they come from is just like, because there was a point in like my, my grandmother will not throw food away. Mm-hmm. It is just like, well, why won't she? Well, she grew up through the Great Depression. That's not something that you did back then. You didn't, you didn't have the luxury of wasting food. You didn't have food that went bad. You didn't have food that did this, that, and the other. Like you, you didn't throw things away. You pat like you patched your jeans. You did. You do all these things, and she does all these things to these days. She, and there's some things that she just let go of, but mm-hmm. she just won't. Like if you notice, there's a lot of hoarders from that generation too. They just be holding on to everything. My yeah. grandmother loves that TV show. Hoarders. Oh. Yeah. But they, they just do be a lot of old people out there just collecting. They just be shit. holding on to stuff for no particular reason. It's just like, well, what if I need it? Yo, this is the pace from 1960. You can't use it anymore. But I might need it. Shit like that. No, my mother loved the hoarder shows and then the fat people, like the 600-pound lifers. Yo, she'd be like, Ash, come look at this big motherfucker. And I'm like, damn, Ma, what happened? Look look at her. Look at her. Look how much food she eat. I'm like, I don't care about this, but I love hearing her tell me about it. Eat 12 scrambled shit. eggs a day. This is disgusting. That's her shit right there. Well, this I think the morbid curiosity about that is just wanting to feel better about yourselves because there's you're somebody, somebody, somebody worse. objectively worse. It's just like, look at you. you. I'm not as big as she is. Man, oh fucking man. I don't, it's just funny hearing her react this story. Hey, look, there's a skinny black dude. What up? I had to check. I've been over here minding my business this entire time. <laughs> I've been looking at you doing it. I've been like, looking at you doing is it. Is that not me minding my business? <laughs> no. You're yes. supposed to be, you are supposed, to be, supposed to be leading this engaged. conversation. Well, we I am. A, yeah, well, we I am. And y'all were having a conversation. <laughs> and all I was going to say is I want to travel. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to travel next year. Oh. I didn't get shot in the arm one time not to travel. One time fully vaccinated gang, 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 gang. The schools oh. are 50% vaccinated gang. No, no, no. no I got, got the JJ. Johnson Johnson so I only got one and done. Oh, okay. One and done. He is not an African-American woman or, or a woman. So that means he did not. Well, he is African-American, but he's not an African-American woman. So he doesn't have to worry about blood clots. Mm. So he's all good. Bravo, man. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to just do this one and done. And then I'm going to go to some uh, conventions next year. But I'm not going to go to L.A. because um, the LAPD said that. Uh, it's not safe. 
it's the purge out there. And the it's purge like bad. every day. No, did you see Patrick Cloud when he did his little 54 second thing? And he literally like talking about whatever on his podcast. Like he heard gunshots outside his house. Like I haven't been in his house and I don't know much, but I know he got his own dedicated office space. And to have that to be successful, I'm going to say you in a generally safe neighborhood. But the fact that this nigga paused and just pow, pow, right outside his window. Crazy. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it was Jacqueline Avant. When they're breaking into 81-year-old women's houses and killing them while the husband is upstairs, it's, that, it's Purge-like. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't think it's that bad. We've oh, been actively reporting on... Purge-like is literally almost everybody inside the city goes out and they just start killing everyone. No, no, We're no. So it's literal. everyone that wants to go out <laughs> killing. And then everyone killing. else hold, actually holds up. And that's also, what's happening. Purge- so the niggas that want to go out killing are doing the killing. And the other niggas that don't want to be doing no killing are trying to hold up. That's exactly what the Purge is. Damn. Man, I had a whole well, dream. I knew I wasn't going to LA They need to be boarding over their windows and getting secured. This nope. nigga cold. You ever just hear him talking about boarding up with... Yeah, like, it's not like, to do yeah, it. fuck these niggas in LA. This nigga got the oh, biggest shoulder well, shrug. I mean, the, the world that you exist in is the world that you exist in. Until you want to change it. Get one of those, get one of those good-ass security doors like I have on both on our place. Get yourself some wind- bars on your windows like everybody in the hood got, and you'll be good. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what? Fuck y'all for real. Like, I still got some in my house. But to get some steel bars like, in my door. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I had steel bars on my window for a period of time in my life. I know, but it just be the way you be saying it. You just be like, oh, I mean, we got to be solution oriented here. <laughs> you you if you live inside a of a city and you feel like you're under siege, you actually have to. I do want to give a uh, rest purposes. in peace to um, rapper um, Slim 400. He's one of YG's closest associates. He was murdered um, in L.A. on Wednesday. Um, and is the person that sparked this quote from Detective uh I believe Jamie McBridge, who was telling terrorists, um, don't visit because we don't think we can keep you safe right now. Comparing the movie Purge, but instead of 24 hours to commit your crime, you they have 365 days. <laughs> well, I mean, this kind of probably. Uh, for, I mean, looking back, this might have been predictable, but it because there was a massive migration and with the massive migration of people leaving LA, there was a lack of people who needed to see certain services. And thus a lot of people got fired. And with a lot of people getting fired a lot, and you know who tends to get fired first, which is tends to be the poor people. And now they're just kind of like, well, well, yep. So that's what's happening in LA. So I won't be going out there. Oh, even though the biggest con in all that's on the entire world pretty much happens. Then. Yeah, unless we just gonna ride the Uber to there, stay inside there, not visit none of the rest of LA, and then leave there <laughs> with inside the Uber. Oh, yeah. I mean Because I can't even bring my gun. Like California is one of the states that does not have reciprocity yeah. with Ohio. Cause they don't fuck with gun laws. So I'd have to create a whole business. Tell them that I sell guns to just possibly and like carry cash on me to convince them to allow me to 
potentially get a CCW in California. You have to have a real need. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so... Uh, I, I wanted to go I to currently think, think that was on my itinerary for next year. I think you're a top one of your... <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> now, after now, Sorry, like, what would you do if you went there and said, I'm in LA? Well, that's a good enough reason right now. <laughs> Here's a CCW. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be. It should be, because uh, this shit is... It's either that or it's either that or you're gonna beat up another robber and take their gun. Get in. Yeah, that's just so ridiculous. It's just I do want to go and travel to places. Um, like I want to go to New York, but then me and Charles were talking about one of the conventions in New York, Anime NYC. (laughs) A nigga went there knowing he had COVID, knowing he had COVID, the new variant, and him and thirty five people all got it and spread it. (laughs) What the fuck? I want to go enjoy life, and then there's niggas like you. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking mouth, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, why are y'all doing things like that? My initial instinct is just like y'all might need to meet death by firing squad. But this, all right. So <laughs> well, it's just like you're willing to go out there and you're willing to get everyone else sick and possibly kill them, knowing that you're sick. That's that is actively killing someone. I think you'll like New York. It's a real like hustle and bustle. Oh no, I love being in New York. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I've been there quite a few times. Oh, really? I've you been never there before. About it. I just assume you never went. It's fine. I mean, um, depending upon the as long as you don't try. I have family in right? Connecticut. Uh, we would go quite often. Um, I think maybe the last time I went was twenty. Maybe 2011. Okay. Was it any time recent, more recent than that that I've gone? No, probably 2011. It's been, it's been a while. Like, I've been in California and L.A. and things like that in, like, 2018. Shit. So I've been West Coast very recently. East yeah. Coast. Not so much. Not so much. Because, like, there's no one in L.A. Or not L.A., but in New York for me to, like, actually, like, spend time with. So when it's there, it's really just, like, an expense. <laughs> You're there to experience the city and and spend money. So can, I drive upwards and go to Connecticut where I can stay with my family for free and enjoy Connecticut because it's Connecticut's fine too. And Connecticut's great as long as you don't go to um, what is it? Bridgeport? It's something Connecticut that you don't go to. What, what's so terrible about there? It's ghetto or is it? Um, no, you'll get killed. That's how oh. bad in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are places like that, like that in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like it's sort of varying degrees. Like <laughs> <laughs> in your mind, you don't think Connecticut they be about that life. I mean, you, I get it. It's no danger free city or not having those places, but <laughs> you gotta have your poor people kept somewhere. Connecticut, Connecticut be about that life. All right then. What about Vermont? I want to hear about somebody from from Vermont, Thuggery. There was some Maine thuggery for real. You already know what's um, happening in Mexico. Rhode Island. Oh, so I, I, I wanted to say Hartford, but I didn't want to say Hartford, but it's Hartford. Hartford the, is. The fucking capital is terrible. <laughs> it's ranked um, last year number one, and it's been number one the most dangerous. New Haven, Waterbury. And New Haven. Connecticut. Yeah. New Britain. So no, you don't fuck around in Hartford. And this, this, this is where it's at, you know. But where I, but the suburb that I live or my family lives in, or like the like subsec 
really like it's like an Akron, but like an Akron distance away from this. Okay, Akron distance. Yeah, there we go. It's like, an, <laughs> it's like, was like it's not it's like, like an Akron. Akron. So it's almost no, just no, no, as no. bad. No, no, no. <laughs> it, no, That's no, what no. I thought. I'm like, it's, damn. it's like. How can I explain it? You ever seen a Hallmark? Com- um, it's like 45 minutes away from the worst place in the world. You ever seen a Hallmark movie? Yeah. And how they have the sh- they show the fall where you can go and like pick the pumpkins and there's yeah. like real pumpkin patch and like uh, farmers markers that are just like on the side yeah. of the road and you go there just like a whole little thing. That's where my aunt, um, my grandmother's sister lives and everything. So that's that area, but it's also 45 like minutes away from where you yes, get that heat. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> cold like it, my cousin, he be fucking around in this area. <laughs> but that's my nigga. That's my cousin. So it is what it is. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I so but you know, I spend time in Connecticut. Uh, I enjoy Connecticut. I spend more time in Connecticut than I do New York because, like I said, it's. I have family up there. Like, I'm not spending any money. I'm like, I'm not buying any weed. I'm not spending money on, like, travel. So, it's cool. Mine's is, for real, just more international. Seeing what country is going to be open next year. Or, like, the least amount of barrier to get in. Oh. That's my thing. Because I got this passport, and it's just sitting there looking at me. And I'm looking at it, looking at me. (laughs) So, I'm I'm going to get my passport. I might might see about some type of travel with that. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like I said, since I got this vex, I feel like I might as well try and explore everything since that seems you like know, the go only ahead and way. Get it before you decide, you know, to not work again because they got that fucking passport card, but that's only to like Canada, Mexico, and some weird shit. And the passport only take like ten years to expire, so just go ahead and make that investment. Well, yeah, no. So the goal, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Because <laughs> there's a goal with the books, also. Oh, okay. That's what I have to remind. Remember when we finished this? Remind. Right. Hey, you did the episode description last time. I just bounced in there. Yeah. Bounce. It's not been a very good December. Just like. I understand. December. I just, it's okay. <laughs> I had to leave. Uh, that's fine. It's, I had to go, go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't really have anything else for this LAPD thing. I just, I want to travel. This makes me sad that LA doesn't sound like it can be one of the places I can yeah, go to. Because like I love, like I love going to LA. Spot. I've never been there, but I just want to go to LA to be fat. Really? No, I just want to go to LA to be a fat I have heat. been to LA, but I have not gone to, there are certain like pivotal places in LA. Like apparently there's this really good like drive up Mexican food that you can That's all I want to do is get so the, the fucking. So you've never like gone to LA and just like done LA stuff. No. Okay. I just want to go there to eat. But that's like, also, sound cool. I don't want to go to LA right now because like. Well, we could all go. First things mm-hmm. first. Los Angeles. People acting like Los Angeles just became somewhat unsafe. Surprise. It hasn't been safe for a while depending upon where you are. It's just ballooning out to places that uh, rich people are starting to get affected. <laughs> Can't be bothered. We could go. <laughs> he just made up his mind. We could go. I just want to go there to eat. I don't know what we you're about to, to do. We have to stop in Sacramento first. Quite How long is it? It's an eight-hour drive. Eight yeah. hours? Yeah. Kelly, big idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's just, <laughs> like I literally when I drove down there to go to uh, Duce Palooza. Yeah. I s- drove the. It's like five to six hours from Seattle. Uh, to, alcohol Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think. Realistically, it used to be called Henny Palooza. And so what would happen is they would have Hennessy on tap. And so you could just go up there and get as much Hennessy and everything like you that as you wanted. Yeah. And then they would have uh 
and they were the first people to do it. So I don't know if you've heard of like trap karaoke or um, other like moving um, parties yeah. and things like that. But these were the first guys to do it. So they would get like Wale, Fab, different rappers and things like that to actually show up and perform and shit like that. Um, I think Wale was at ours. Um, but yeah. So I drove down and had to stop. Well, I didn't have to. I decided to stop in Sacramento because I was like, it's night. I'm going to spend the night here and just go back and then continue onward to L.A. in the morning after some rest in, like, my family's home because <laughs> I can do that I instead of here. Yeah, so I would go and do that. So I did that. But then, yeah, drove another eight hours to L.A. Oh, well, if we go, I'm just going to go visit my, my best friend and stay there. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to go there. He's invited me like 30 times. Oh. So you go to Sacramento, then drive down to L.A.? Oh, I would just be staying in L.A. So we just, I don't know. Okay. Well, that's not, he doesn't live in L.A. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Oh, who are you talking about? I'm talking about my current best friend oh, he, who's about to move into L.A. Oh, uh, he's moving to L.A. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no. Okay, because I was like, you don't uh, live in L.A. He stays... Uh, who you're talking about stays about a couple hours above LA. Yeah, I which know. Which isn't so bad. Yeah, no. But they're probably going to be moving to LA pretty soon, too. So, okay. Oh, you know what? If I really want to move there, uh, this current crime, crime wave will take the, take the property prices down. So, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's, that's like, it. if I'm going to look at this as shrewd as possible, that's not always how that happens. <laughs> you would, you would hope. It was just like, I'm just going to look at it as shrewd as possible. But um, we can go to Ash's subject or we can pause. It's up to you. Breaky break. We'll be back. Here's your messages. Breaky. Oh, yeah. It's my turn. It's your turn. It is. Like, it's fucking new. I thought you were about to get up. I was like, where are you going, Charles? You just just rearranging myself inside my little CDs. We are recording, by the way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I was confused on where you were going. I don't know what. I'm going home. Like, how it's you just going to get up me. and leave? I did my little Todd Lundgren countdown. Oh, and I never want to make you change for me, baby. Didn't I end the show because y'all did this last night? <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> he looked around like, this niggas need a whooping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like... The, 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 I feel like I ended the whole show and told y'all to get out because y'all harmonized. What y'all are going to do is start a topic with the harmony so I can't end the show. I got it. Fuck both of y'all. I mean, you could still. I'm surprised you guys didn't stand up, hit the face bar and say leave. Look, he wanted to throw something at us. I did. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why are these niggas harmonizing to me? We're not harmonizing to you. We are just harmonizing. You just so happen to stay in the room. Mm -hmm. It's my room. (laughs) You can't come to to my room and then harmonize. What? That's the best part. You don't find the magic in this? No. (laughs) You start singing and I finish. I hate both of y'all <laughs> equally. <laughs> know that just, 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 just know. What you know? We had the same music taste. I mm-hmm. and but I don't care. <laughs> what you want us to do? Rap Danger Mouse songs? Why is this talking? <laughs> That's crazy. It just started making noise. I got it on silent. It just refused. Face on straight, mask on crooked. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Charles gonna get beat up. Why are you? Lo- See, he's the person who's violent. 
I never once said I wasn't violent. When I said he's this, talking about me coming in here flipping things over, and he's already talking about stabbing me. Now, who's who's the one who's only ever threatened the other one on actual mic? Who's the only person who's actually only actually so threatened the other one? Just lets you know that he's extra cautious about being on mic. You see how you said on mic? How you, he specified on mic to let you know that he's threatened me off mic? You see, you got to use the context clues. A liar and someone like that is gonna let you know and well, leave the truth. Anyway, we got Ash's subject to go. <laughs> what are we talking about, Ash? <laughs> Don't come in your face. We got. Uh, we gonna start a new side thing called toxic reconstruction. That's gonna start coming. Tony. Yep. Oh uh, my god. No, that's what you should call that sniper episode. Toxic reconstruction. Yes. Let's do this. I mean, it. sure. <laughs> it's been a better idea if y'all have saved it and not shared it with everybody, but it's fine. It's okay. Y- y'all will learn how to protect your intellectual property one day. One day soon. Yeah, it was it's just a joke. Today. I didn't even actually. And, uh, no, actually, you, you, you see, Ash, I, just, I was excited stuff. about it. I didn't think he was gonna do it. I thought he was like, yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna keep it, whatever the fuck. I don't be expecting you to be listening to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would the point of you being here be? When it comes to sometimes, you, you come up with names easier than than I do. So yeah, yes, and so but, you be just having names for things already. But if y'all come up with a good name, I'm not going to be like, well, nah, fuck that. I I didn't come up with it. When y'all decide y'all want to do that or somewhere else. Uh, oh, he probably. Talk about it. Oh, okay. Why the fuck would you put anyway? So anyway, hey, look, apparently I'm more rat beef. Why is there so much rat beef? I'm, I'm hiding this from Charles because he's over here read, watching rap. that little side scroller rapping. <laughs> that is not the show for this. Anyway, like, what is he doing? This article is titled, What if friendship, not marriage, was the center of life? And it goes something a little like this. Cammie West had been dating her current boyfriend for a few weeks when she told him that he was outranked by her best friend. West knew her boyfriend had caught <clears throat> snatches of her daily calls with Kate Tillotston which she often placed on speaker mode. But she figured that he, like the man she dated before, didn't quite grasp the nature of, her, of their friendship. Wes explained to him, I need you to know that she's not going anywhere. She's my number one. Tilliston was there before him, and Wes told him, she will be there after you, and if you think at any point this that this is not going to be my number one, you're wrong. If West's comments sound blunt, it's because she's determined not to repeat a distressing experience from her mid-20s. Her boyfriend at the time has sensed that he wasn't her top priority. In what West saw as an attempt to keep her away from her friend, he disparaged <clears throat> Kate, calling her a slut and a bad influence. After the relationship ended, West, 31, vowed to never let a man strain her friendship. She decided that any future romantic partners would have to adapt to her friendship with Tilliston rather than the other way around. West and Tilliston know... What convention dictates? Our boyfriends, our significant others, and our husbands are supposed to be your number one. West told me, our worlds are backwards. In the past few decades, Americans have fathered the image of what constitutes a legitimate romantic relationship. Courthouses now issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples. Americans are getting married later in life than ever before, and more and more young adults are opting to share a home rather than marriage licenses with a partner. Despite these transformations, but it shifted, which is the expectation that a monogamous romantic relationship is the planet which all other relationships orbit. I'm going to stop right there. Now, is this a good or bad idea? 
placing your friends before your romantic significant other, whether you married or it's just a romantic relationship. I guess it depends, in my opinion. First things first. That was a toxic ass, toxic ass dude. So setting your metric based off of a low point probably isn't the best thing for you to be doing. It's like you knew he wasn't really. It's like basically, it sounds like she figured out, like, dude, you ain't really all that great, and I'm never gonna let that happen again. But it's just like, uh, I don't think the average boyfriend would be like completely and totally disparaging to, because it doesn't sound like he was giving any realistic actual critiques of that person in a while. She she may have been bad for her, and in some way, shape, or form, it's just like, man, she ain't shit for real. Is that a real critique? No. <laughs> if you have real critique though, and they ain't shit for real, I feel like you should be allowed to say that. Yes. But as opposed to it's just like, yo, she's she's literally quicksand for you, dog. She's she's like keeping you in place because she doesn't want you to prepare. She doesn't want you to move forward. She's keeping you inside the exact same spot because that's where she is and that's where she wants you to be. So I think there's a difference inside of those. So I want that's why I want to point that out. But um I don't know. I, I, she sound crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't say that shit too. <laughs> so, um, I'm like, this don't sound healthy. No, nobody sound healthy in this article. If but- you want to have a friendship as your number one, <clears throat> then you should decide also to not have a long term relationship. Or just find someone that can be your best friend. No, no. That's not what they're saying. Huh. Because you connect. What she's saying is this person was here before you, so you could never develop to be the number one. Yeah, you see that? that yeah, exactly. exactly. That person's never going to randomly betray you. That's exactly <laughs> what she said in the article. She was like, no, this is my soulmate, and she's never going to leave. She's going to leave before you. You're going to leave before she does. And I'm like... Hmm. Well, that means you have no real confidence in this relationship whatsoever. So that's why I was. This is like it sounds like you had some bad relationships, and your overall metric inside of these things is bad. Which is what you talking about with the ex was like. Well, I'm never letting a man become between my friendship with my lady friend here. Which I would. I just I can't jive with that on a whole because I feel like it should all be kind of like an ecosystem where. This is where this belongs, and this is where this belongs. And if something ain't cohabitating, whether it's the boyfriend or the friend, and it's killing my ecosystem, you're killing my overall garden, I don't give a fuck. You have to go. Not just saying, like, oh, this tree has been here for years, but it's 200 years old and it's starting to fucking dry rot, but it's my fucking soulmate tree. No, no, tree, you gotta go. Because my weird thing about situations like that is I've seen a lot of girls or I've seen a lot of people in general who have friend groups and that friend group is the primary thing that derives their identity. And then at some point, then the entire friend groups, the entire friend groups moves on without them. They're just like, well, what happened? I thought we were together forever. Oh, no, you were standing still and we left. My other thing is your girlfriends, If even if you straight or not, like even if you straight or not. If you're bisexual, straight, whatever. <clears throat> your friends are supposed to serve that particular role. And then you start inviting in sex with someone that was supposed to be your friends. 
regardless of whatever going on, things might get a little complicated. So that's just strange for me. Like, well, what if you want that intimacy, that physical intimacy, and you can't necessarily get it from your friend? This is just a different ball game. So <laughs> I don't understand how one can place I'll over underst- the other. I'll understand. It's like you guys play two totally different positions. Mm-hmm. At the end of like you play first, he plays first base, you play third base. Y'all are both equally as important on the team, but y'all don't y'all aren't playing the same role for real. So yeah, that's weird. Why are y'all? Why is this even a conflict? But I guess going to the the other topic that came in there about people just kind of cohabitating with each other, whether you're a man and woman, or I actually got proposition with this with a former friend. She wanted me to move to Philly. And since we both homeschooled and everything, she was so on board with us just living together. And she got really offended when I said, well, no, I don't want that because I feel like that's a half-ass lesbian relationship. And she got really upset with me. She was like, well, we helping each other out with bills and everything. And I'm like, I get that. Like, I get that, you know, let's teamwork and, you know, woman power and we can do what I'm man. But I'm like, no, I want to live with another man. <laughs> I don't want to, as great this as I gonna, think she was This isn't been, a permanent like thing yeah like i would do that out of necessity like i have nowhere to go not just because and then like the dynamic that we had if i'm bringing niggas over you're gonna be mad that i brought a man over and then it's two fucking young women in the house so i can't really have that space like it was just like i'm like no <laughs> i don't think this is okay Which, that doesn't sound fun yeah hey, like come just it. live with me because <clears throat> we both were doing the same thing yeah, and he was like, well, you don't, you know, you want that's your own a, space and everything like that's that. A, I mean, on one hand, it's a very practical way to do things. Yeah. On the other hand, this isn't long term, really. Like, the reason that it's, it's usually done inside of families is because of the ability to make that more of a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas... You and if you and your friend have already both struck out on your own and now come together and aren't like lesbians, then y'all probably are like also dating and then eventually find like the person that y'all want to be y'all significant other. And then now the situation is broken because because <laughs> y'all I, can I don't even think about all that. All I know is it just sounds like a half ass lesbian thing. I'm like, I can see no, something. No. Say you guys bought like a two family house together. Mm-hmm. And w- one person lived in one half, and the other group le- lived in the other half, and you guys pretty much just split the mortgage and stuff like that. Yeah, feasible. Yeah, that's Ooh. a much better situation because then they can still have a boyfriend move him in, and then if he just starts paying half of whatever she pays, then that's not a big deal. Right. It's a lot easier to move as opposed to what you do. What's, what happened? Well, all three of us can't be living here. Because that's weird. It's just like it's gonna be extremely. What you doing? What your boyfriend can't be walking around inside the boxers in front of my child, which I wouldn't want to do in front of no fucking young girls. No way. That's just strange. And no, you wouldn't want her new nigga to do exactly. Like you don't know this dude. You don't know if you can trust dude. So it's just like that. That's ultimately like you got random dudes around my around yeah, my that's child. A just, that's a different this situation. Like, this is the more I think, the more reason. Yeah, if you're striking out on your own, then you should be striking out on your own. Like, I feel like it'd be like, why leave the situation that you have now to go do that? Like, you're, then you're going to pay more money. Why leave like, it's the same way? 
for less benefit for the same like the, shit. the only shit. thing I could actually think of for you is you would have better access to certain like large outlet things that you could like because you're because you would be in Philly you could very easily go to New York right get stuff to resell and then distribute it to everyone else I mean your business made profit somewhat from that but I mean technically she's got a New York from here I understand that, but it's just a lot easier to get there. You can hop a train from Philly as opposed to hopping it, like, driving all the way to New York. Take a train from here. I could do a lot of things, but I'm not going to do that. Like, I could get whatever. I could get inventory and go wherever the fuck I need to go. The point was, is, like, I wanted a family. And, like, to me, my definition of a family is husband, wife, and children. And that didn't seem like it was going to could be conducive to that it just seemed like it wasn't gonna really move me forward it was just us living together and like her fairy tale me and my bestie i'm like i love you to death but no all right well i mean to use your own example it's like growing a plant that's supposed to exist inside of the desert mm-hmm. in a rainforest you're just never gonna get like why am i putting this cacti inside the rainforest this is this is just not gonna work which I get that, but then like think about it on the larger scale. Even if you did it with someone, I think I've heard friends, quote unquote, do this where they're not really married. I don't even know if they're interested in each other in a romantic way. But say it's a co-ed group. So say you had a kid and then me and you lived together, but we lived in the same house. That makes it more awkward, not less. <laughs> I see. I, I don't know if I read that to the point where it was like that, where there was no, it was like platonic, but we're just doing this to help each other facilitate like, raising I kids and getting, but not really dating each other. But I'm like, this wouldn't work for me, mm-hmm. especially with a woman, because like I'm terribly prone to catching feelings if I'm around somebody inside of that. Like if I'm around somebody every day, all day, and I'm willing to be around them inside of that type of capacity, the likelihood of me actually developing some degree of feelings for them is probably a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I know myself, this ain't going to remain platonic forever. <laughs> what about if you and Tony <laughs> just decided like to live together, like not as roommates, like, you had sons. Wait, wait, wait. Not as roommates. Not as roommates. So we are roommates. Yes, as roommates. No, no. So we still roommates. No, we're still roommates. I'm sorry. So we're still roommates because you said not as roommates. And so that means we're a couple. So no, no. As roommates. Fuck is she talking about? What's up with her? I'm not a Why does she mean We have no problem with gay people. That's not what this is about. Yeah, why she make us lovers instantly? Like, that was just. That wasn't my intention. Why? What kind, of weird dreams, what kind of weird dreams you be having? No, I just meant like the not Sim Sim situation, but it's just you two. Because <laughs> I've heard I that mean, where that's people just, were saying like, I mean, oh, ultimately, they just live together for the rest of their life. It's people who are just kind of spinning things in a more creative, in a different way. Like, I don't know, like Golden Girls is less like, yeah. are y'all roommates? No, we're all just best friends that live together. Y'all are all roommates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just like, stop trying to romanticize this and turn it into something that is not really I mean, real. I wouldn't have a problem with being Charles's roommate. I mean, yeah, no, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, you added children into the equation. Um, I just think my proponency for seeing very odd things, because Tony's probably terribly com- a lot more comfortable, is like, Tony, why are you dancing inside of the, why are you dancing inside of the kitchen with a very minimal amount of clothing on? 
Because this is what I'm doing right now, Charles. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going back upstairs until you're done doing whatever you're doing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go catch a nap or something. Program. Do something. Hey, program is good for you. Okay, here's a personal article. Despite these, wait a minute, am I reading right? By placing friendship at the center of their lives, people such as West and Tilston unsettle this norm. Did I miss something? No. What, the norm of relation, functional relationships? Of, I guess. Or just having Being a- friends without, I feel like it's leading to being friends without so much labels. Like, we're not in love with each other. We just place each other above other people. It's not oh. like a fucking relationship without sex. But all right, I'm going to read. By placing a friendship at the center of their lives, people such as West and Tillerson unsettle as norms. Friends of their kind sweep into territory, typically reserved for romantic partners. They live in houses they purchase together, raise each other's children, and use joint credit cards, and hold medical and legal powers of attorney for each other. These friendships have many trappings of romantic relationships minus the sex. Despite the friendship's intense devotion, there's no clear category for them. The seemingly obvious one best friend strikes many of these committed pairs as a diminishment. Addressing this conceptual gulf, people reach for analogies. Some liken themselves to siblings, others to romantic partners. In the soul-inspiring way that someone being thoughtful about loving you and showing up for you is romantic. As the Rutgers University professor Brittany Cooper describes some of her friendships in her book, Eloquent Rage. Some alternate between the two comparisons from the night Joe Rivera and John Kenner met at a gay bar in Austin, Texas. Rivera was the MC for a strip competition and Carol won $250. They felt like brothers. Brothers that really want to hang out and be around each other, Carol, Carol clarified. Yet when Clara considered their share their domestic life, he told me that we have a little married couple thing going on even though we're not married. These mixed anal- analogies suggest that neither wedlock nor siblinghood adequately crafters what these friendships feel like. So you got two gay dudes. They're not gay. Yeah, they did. Mm-mm. They said something about like a strip competition. MC for a strip competition. Brothers that really want to hang out and be around each other. Yeah, when Carol considered their shared their domestic life, he told me that we have a little married couple thing going on, even though we're not married. Scroll, go a little bit earlier in that article. Hold on. From the night Joe Rivera and John Carroll met at a gay bar. Oh, wait. They don't <laughs> say they gay. <laughs> no, wait. Are they gay and friends and they just so happen to live together? That's what I'm reading it. That's how I read it. <laughs> it's just like yeah, they just so happened to meet at a gay bar and one dude was emceeing a strip competition I'm not saying gay dudes other, can't though. be friends but they're not having sex with each other so this, oh, this emphasis on friendship you think that's like leading us towards something good or leading us towards something like I guess it's like the the traditional Marriage is being questioned, and as we can see, people are just not getting married like they, like they used to. Is having these kinds of relationships going to be more beneficial to people or not? I don't think. Ugh. No. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if it's beneficial or not beneficial. I think that... Depends upon your situation. It's just now people talking about them, I guess. Mm. I mean... Because I don't feel like they knew, like, there's been movies like uh, Grumpy Old Men. Mm-hmm. It's about two old men that live together. It's the grumpy old men one and two. It came out in like 
the <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. They're actually two of my mother's favorite movies. Yeah, I love them. They're hilarious. But this is it's a thing. So it, I just think it's just something that people are talking about. So they're more hyperbolic. Like, oh, we need to figure out what to quantify this. Ass. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just not everything needs to be per- yeah, yeah. Not everything like, needs to be quantified. Yeah, it's not that big of it. It's not that big. It's mm-hmm. some niggas don't want to get married and don't want and to be alone for the rest of their and life. Don't want to be alone. So they've decided that this, th- is what, this other this person is gonna be their domestic partner. Mm-hmm. And and mine is the sex. Oh, it sounds a lot like an asexual relationship. Yeah. Like this is how asexual people have relationships. They just do everything but the sex part. They want on the companionship, but they're not necessarily in it for the physical attraction. So, like, uh, I don't know, but you know, as the boyfriend to the person who has a joint credit card with someone else, if I marry you and she fucks and your best friend fucks up my credit. I'm going to be very upsetty spaghettis. I think, that's what, <laughs> like, I think that's what's unsettling about some of those is like, well, why are you going to those lengths to have your finances and everything intermingled with your friend? Well, see, I'm not upset about that. My thing no. is, why are you going to lengths to do that and then try and force to have a normal relationship as well and make them conform together? Because they don't. Right. Oh, you're going to have you to disentire one. two primary relationships and you want to force one to be a secondary relationship. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to the other person. It's selfish. Oh, it's just you like... You bitches are selfish. Like the ones in that... The, the ones you just read? Yeah, them, them, those two are selfish. Very selfish. It's just like, oh, you, you got to move in with us. Bitch, like, who are what you? you? What you mean? <laughs> and we got to all share the same bed. Yeah, no, that's ghetto. Excuse me. It's just like, you got to sleep in the middle. All right, no, this is just not going to happen. Yeah, because at one point you would think like, not that your friend got to take a back seat, because I don't, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where I felt like I had to choose, I guess. I mean. Or one had to go back towards the other. Like, I'm not going to talk to you as much because I got this boyfriend now. That's weird. I've never had to do that. Men don't run like as a dude. I've never ran into this problem at all. None yeah. of my friends would ever. I mean, there are points at times where I can't get in touch with my friends because they are with their girlfriend. But that's kind of like mm-hmm. it's understood that you're spending time with their significant other, and that's that time. Yeah, so, like we have this overall level of understanding in that. But it's never. I've never feel feel like my relationship with any of my friends that are in relationships is just diminished because they're in a relationship. I think that's more. I've seen that happen with a lot more women than men. Like it happened to my, it happened to a cousin of mine. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't really communicate with her former best friend because when she got married, she was, she just kind of stopped. Because like, I don't think that they know how to keep things friends. in proportion. Yeah. No, I like. <laughs> Their single friends are still doing single shit. Those aren't the events that you should be going to. You got to figure out how to not do the single events and do like just friend shit. And I don't think that their friend groups really like make space for that. Mm -hmm. I guess. 
I can see a lot of female friend groups, regardless of whether or not they like their overall activities in a relationship or outside of a relationship are pretty much the same thing. It's just like, what are you going to do? We're going out to the club and we want to go have fun. And we want to go like talk to guys and do all this other stuff. But you're inside a relationship. Why are you? Why do you <laughs> want to talk to dudes? All right. Why you hang with this group like, still? Oh, I mean, I, want, I mean, we just want to go out and have fun. And we want to have drinks and do all these other things. It is just like, uh, okay, whatever. I mean, I can't believe things didn't work out. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> but what do you mean? I mean, you acted like you were a single person, so he let you be single. He set you free. Yeah. And so I guess that's my thing. It's like, if I felt like, I don't ever see f- female friend groups that seem like healthy. <laughs> like they do other things outside of like. It's so enmeshed. Like, being a part of that shit made you feel, or for me anyway, it well, made yeah, you feel like this enmeshment that is just no, for some reason, we don't establish boundaries. I don't know what the fuck that shit is about because I really didn't understand how uncomfortable I was with it because I'd never really been around that that dynamic. But once I was in it, I'm like, you probably shouldn't call me this much. Like after this I, is kind of culty. Yeah, like this is just like I don't really, I don't, I don't. Me and people, I'm pretty happy go lucky and bubbly and all that shit. But and at the core of it, I'm like I don't know you. What the fuck? Like we can't be. How are you my best friend ever to knowing me for two weeks? Like it take a minute for me to really open up and be around people and share that real vulnerability. Because once I do, I really feel like that's important. I know people don't. I know that come easier for other people, but it don't come easy to me. And for when women do this shit, it just be like, we should just tell each other everything. And I'm like, but why? I don't know you for real. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I love hanging out with you and things like that, but I don't know how this qualifies me as sister or best friend yet because I ain't put you in that category yet. There's a lot of things that you, I may not feel like I want to inform you about just because of the fact that it's just like, I don't want to have this conversation with you. Some conversations are a bit scotched too hard to fat have. There's like, and there's also like, I don't know how you're going. I've never seen you break off a friendship. I don't know how you're going to act after the friendship. Are you going to weaponize these things because you're upset with me? Like, I need to figure out the type of person that you are. Man, and I had to learn that real quick because I remember after our friendship ended, one of the dudes that lived near her started talking to me, hit me up in my inbox. Like, yeah, I know your friend. From such and such. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, she told me a lot about you. Nigga, why did you bring that up? <laughs> and why is she still trying to talk about me? This is weird. And just knowing that now, like, I knew she had those tendencies in her, but to... <sighs> to see him lived out is irritating. <clears throat> yeah. It's like you sitting up here, I'm your best friend. Yeah, it's bitch. like you is... I guess that's what the other the other shoe is like. Y'all are like this whole best friend thing until one of y'all, and it's usually the one that don't feel as enamored as you do, the one that's stepping all over the person that they currently have until they find somebody. And then they out of here, and then now you sitting around looking like boo the fool while everybody else is like now in a relationship that they decided that they really wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know for like... I get it when it's like the older generation. 
it makes sense. We're both old. We're not really looking for no one. Like, sex ain't really, like, our main priority anymore. Like, we just want some companionship, talk some shit to each other. You got a bedroom. I got a bedroom. We go to yeah, our bedrooms. Yeah, we looking out for each other, basically. Yeah, we hold each other down. Like, we cool. I I understand that completely. That I'm 32, and she's 32, and we're just best friends, and we love each other, and we're just... And no man will ever be more important than her. But I want to date and get married and have kids and have a family. Bitch, I don't go together. So when <laughs> she has a crisis, you going to drop everything that your husband and kids need to go attend to her? How is that fair to them? Until you can answer that question, I don't want to talk about this no more because you bitch is stupid. <laughs> That's oh, weird. I feel like, Tony, I feel like you've interacted with this type of problem a lot more than like a lot. I deal with a lot of women. <laughs> it's just like so even for if me, you didn't even do it all. Don't that just sound shady as fuck? Like, what do I you mean, mean? It depends on what type of relationship you and your husband have. If it's just like if you go to your husband and you just like, hey, she's inside a really bad way right now. Is it possible that we can set something up? So that means I can go over there and I can make sure she's like okay. It's just like. Yeah, that's normal, but you can't drop everything that your family needs. It's just to, like what you do. I'm in the middle of making pancakes. Oh, God, I lost. You get a call while you at work and I'm at work and you're like, oh, she had a crisis. And so now you're there and you don't communicate anything. and We have no idea what's going on with you. Mm. Oh, so it means you're talking. See, I put a degree of normalcy inside of communication there, and you're assuming that that normalcy of communication. Yeah, is see how like, you can, yeah. you see how your hypothetical wife communicated with you there. <laughs> yeah. It's just like no, 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 said, no, 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 no. This is my That's priority. Not the way. This is where, how y'all yeah, feel about she this. talking about. Uh, it's like she just not picking up the phone. She not like oh yeah, she had she a really crisis. I thought you were dead. Yeah, and so that's what it is. It's that that's the antenna. It's like. Little Jonas over here to prioritize and make this the main thing and say, Hey, everything cool over here. I'm going to do this over here and make sure this person I care about is okay because that's a normal thing. That's not something that you're not allowed to do. Mm -hmm. It's just you do need to communicate with the person that should be your primary concern and consideration. But Maybe fuck that nigga and them them little niggas. (laughs) I don't know. Like, well, we're getting divorced, Joni. Why? Because you don't care about Josh. And and I believe in you. And I'm taking the kids. Go be with your number one. (laughs) For real. For real. (laughs) That's so. This episode is gonna be called "Go Be with Your Number One." Yeah. For real. Yeah. It'd be best. It'd be real messed up as, as opposed to be the husband saying for real, the kid said for real. It's like for real, get out of here. I don't want to be with you no more. And that's like you know, like I said, that's gonna work for your life. But as a woman, I don't know what that woman wanted. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's just the way she was just gonna live her life, and that's oh. cool if she didn't put that on there. But if she you're sounds- looking for a family. <laughs> As sad as it sounds, that might not be your best route. <laughs> I get it. Our for friends me, it are. It sounds important. like the type of person I'm gonna randomly find, fix, and then oh, she's gonna God. go off on her own separate way. It's just like good relationships do exist. Pretty wings. <laughs> no, she gonna no, she gonna go find another woman and be like, let's be best friends together forever. Oh, Tony, what cold? 
if I described that situation to him, he would probably mm, so, cuss me the hell out. Like, if that's what you what decided, is wrong with you? No, no, because we've had this episode. And so if we've had this conversation and then going forward, you decide that that's what you want for your life, as long as that don't interfere with what we have going on <laughs> as, a, as a unit, you may have that for you. <laughs> it's just like, Carl, what are you, where are you? I'm curled up in a ball at home, depressed. It's just like, are you going to be here for the show? No. That's mm. not tenable. I'm coming to beat your ass because <laughs> you knew you this situation was going to end up like this. Tony, why are you dragging me and putting inside the back? You put you inside the back of your car. You go come do this show. Yeah, you do the show. <laughs> ain't, ain't no, I'm not doing the show because I'm sad because she don't care about me. No, no, no. You pick this. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? We can't talk about it and then you actively go do it. That's like the people I that will- complain. And I can't get rid of you, Charles. You got some good skills. So it's just like you go just uh, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape Charles anytime that he's not on mic alright no 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 you're complaining again we're duct tape back alright time to alright you ready for the show yeah. let him go okay <laughs> what do you think about this Charles <laughs> sound happier yeah. like I, you with the, I just think it's funny how oh my god uh, no, duct, tape, duct tape time, duct tape oh, time. Charles will t- be back he's taking a break <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, because no, Charles, you can't do that. But I think that's weird. I I don't think that that's a normal re- relationship structure. Like, I mean, if you want that, sure. But I don't think that that leads to what it says she wanted inside of that uh article. I, don't I think want it leads my to boyfriend to recognize that this person is important. Is to going me. to no, not as important well, to me because sure one. is my number one, which means that you are replaceable. All right, cool. Then go do and be with them. It, it, I have had that situation. Mm. And it was like, they got to the point where they recognized, hey, our relationship got fucked up because I didn't prioritize it like I needed to. Which is where I feel like a lot of these situations are going to end up at where they're going to be like, hmm. They don't have a job. This relationship that, that I wanted and this opportunity that I wanted that presented itself to me is missed now because I didn't focus on it and decided to prioritize something else. And there's always one friend who's a, like the person who spoke in that article. She's the one who's completely and totally invested. And when the other friends just bounces, right, she's going to be heartbroken. I guess I feel like I don't even know if the dude that she said in her twenties was toxic. Cause it's like, I, if you're in a relationship and your girlfriend is dealing with just random niggas and it's like, hey, there's these random niggas party. I want just me, you, and you to go. Well, why am I not invited? Well, because the nigga don't want a whole bunch of niggas coming through. He just want more females for him and his niggas to... So my girl is going to be one of the women that is... I mean, that's how fraternity parties work, Ash. That's not... So, but why is that the situation you would go to, madam? That's not a tenable situation and something that I'm going to be okay with. And no, this bitch can't be around you. She's not she good for you. She can't be dragging you around. She's dragging you around to bullshit. Yeah. So I feel like me calling her a hoe and saying all these things about her I is mean, that's justified. not necessarily hoe. That's not hoe-like tendencies. It's if just you like, just go to Bob from Bob to John to William to Derek to Eric to I'm Deontay go- to Andre, and I know about it, then it is whole tendencies. When it's not whole tendencies, is when you do all of that and no one knows. It's because that's between you and all them niggas' dicks that you were on. 
You know who it should not be for? Me. I don't know. Well, the probably the reason why you know it is because your your friend should know it. If you want to be a hoe, probably should do hoe, and you don't want to be labeled as a hoe. Do hoe things quietly. Yes. That doesn't. I don't no, like that one. No, because niggas be talking about who they smash all the time. And, and sometimes you can't fucking. <laughs> and they hoes. It's just like. Just because they smashed you once don't mean they're not a hoe. They talked about Jews. They said you once and then five other bitches. They a hoe. The dude Yes. Okay. That didn't translate to, oh, all five women are Oh, no, this is No, 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 no. I'm not saying this that. Is the, this is a gender neutral yeah. term. No, no, no. Yeah, I would call somebody yeah, a hoe no, or something in a minute. But, like, when they just be talking, like, I get it. If she don't say nothing, but some other people just be saying shit, too. So I'm like, eh, sometimes. Like, but, y'all don't know who I fucked? True. We have conversations about, like, stories about things that I've done, but y'all don't know who I, who I fucked? Because why would the fuck do I need to tell y'all that? That's whole behavior. Okay. Now I see what you said. The fact that they talked about it. Now yeah. you a hoe. Okay. Yeah, you a hoe because you talking about it. Like, what do you... That's whole behavior that you out here just, like, exposing all the... Yeah, I was doing this and that. So, regardless of who you are, if you feel like it's something that should be shown, then that means you are allowing yourself to be judged. And the way that I view that is hoeish. <laughs> if you didn't want me to make a judgment, keep it to yourself. And I won't have no opportunity to make an assessment of your actions. But if you give me the space to make an assessment of how you behave, maybe I will. Because I'm not a Christian and judging is not against my moral code. Who said it's against the Christian code? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus. No, the Christians judge all the time, but they shouldn't. (laughs) You who is the... Without sitting up, cast the first stone. And these Christians be judging. Maybe casting them stones. Oh, my goodness. But, you don't, but I don't think I have anything else to Me say. Either. <laughs> okay. Well, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. Like, share subscribe, comment, friends. share. Texas, we out there. I ain't said it in a while. We love you, Texas. We know y'all we be out here Tejas. judging you, Texas. I'm going to go visit Tejas. Texas. Hell yeah. Oh. We're going to I'll Austin. be out there next year to get a tattoo. Yep. Well, I guess at some point, because you had to cancel it this year, because they're not, because of, you know, COVID stuff. Bye, guys. Later.